Welcome to Teachers at a Crossroads. It's here that you'll hear Teachers Inspiring Teachers. We tell our own stories about the courage it's taken to make decisions when you're standing at that crossroads and take those first steps forward. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Kathy and I'm going to be your host. Kasia, welcome and thank you so much for giving us your time, uh, especially this early in the morning. And um, over to you, if you could tell us a little bit about your early career and the general pathway that you took in the first part of your career. Hello, Kathy. Thank you for uh, inviting me to this podcast. My early career. So um, I'm in my 40s now. So my career is over 20 <laughs> pedagogic studies. So um, at the same time, I was working in the office. I started as a secretary. Then I had some tasks connected with translation. So it was um, they were my first years uh, of my uh, experience. I found myself in a situation that I had to change my job uh, very often. So I couldn't stay in one place longer than two years. Okay. And is there a particular reason for that? I think that uh, this particular reason was the situation in my country or maybe my generation have to struggle with this problem. However, uh, some of them really are able to to work uh, for 20 years in one place, which I uh, don't understand completely and I admire them. (laughs) For that, but my situation was uh, that this was not my job. For some time, I was working in a construction company. We were coming to my city, building something, and going away. Yes, so so caused that I had to uh, change very often. However, these changes gave me also development. So when I got uh, an experience uh, in one, for example, on the first contract in the building compa- company, then I was the first on the list uh, of. Uh, the recruited people because I had my previous experience in um, exactly the same work. So this was development. Uh, What I can say uh, and what helped me was uh, probably my ability to um, adapt. I imagine there's a lot of flexibility there if you're if you're moving on a more regular basis, which actually today is is not you know a problem at all. But maybe you know twenty years ago, moving jobs was kind of like, oh, don't know what she's doing moving jobs so often. And it does demonstrate your ability to adapt to fit in very quickly to new roles and new companies. Yes, this is the one side of the coin. But however. Later, uh, when when the time was passing by, I had more and more experience. So more and more expectations were towards me. Uh, so, for example, I was uh, I was offered more and more challenging jobs. And one of the examples was where when I had, uh, first breakthrough was when I was offered to to join uh, the accounting team without any accounting background in my education, just because the accounting manager needed some person to help him. And of course, I learned. But another breakthrough was when, uh, of course, and this was one of the construction companies. And uh, a few years later, after my accounting and financial work, there was a situation in another company where the the financial manager um, had to uh, leave immediately and the company needed someone to replace him. And I was offered to replace him, financial manager without the financial background. So you can imagine how challenging it was for me. I knew this job from the background. However, this this new uh, duties 
were a little bit overwhelming. I started feel uh, a kind of a imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yes, yes, definitely. I can imagine, especially if you don't have the paperwork. And even if you do have the paperwork, sometimes a job can feel like, oh, I'm going to get found out. <laughs> yes. So uh, it was really a very unpleasant feeling because, you know, I was able to do this challenging job. However, I know that it took me a lot more time than for a person specialized in, in this area. So I was working very long hours. I was very stressed. I was so <laughs> the memories weren't uh, the best. However, of course, there were also benefits. But I think that for, for, for uh, many, many years, this imposter syndrome was like my shadow. <laughs> I, I felt uh, it uh, on my back. So I started to think, no, uh, it's impossible. I, I, I can't do it anymore because I, I'm not going to be the financial manager until I, I retire. <laughs> and then I had uh, a neighbor who suggested, okay, now you, you don't have work. So why don't you help my, my kid uh, with her English? And I said, okay, why not? So uh, uh, one neighbor, another neighbor. So... <laughs> Some, some, I think six years ago, uh, I had my first uh, students and uh, first groups because I live in a village where the community is very close to each other. So when I started uh, helping one kid, so I was recommended to another parent. So that is hard. <laughs> so I decided, okay, this is not a bad idea. Uh, maybe I could do this, but I have to improve my skills and um, take some uh, certificate. Also, confirm my skills. So that is why I passed my CEA exam. And that enabled me to work at school. So I don't know, this uh, everything around uh, was happening so fluently in my life. I, I Probably I was lucky. When I uh, graduated the certificate, certificate, sorry, I started uh, teaching in some uh, language school, which uh, leaded courses for kids in school. In my village, this was not uh, teaching at school like a regular teacher, but some extra English classes in the afternoon. So you were like invited into the school on behalf of the academy that you were working with. So you went in to do extra classes. It was like an additional classes to help the children with their English. Yes, because uh, at the beginning, at the beginning. Because I knew that in my village there is a school, yes, primary school. So And I knew that they have extra English classes in the afternoons. So I wrote to this uh, language school that I, I live here, I don't have to commute. And if you need a teacher, so I'm ready to cooperate. And they, of course, they, they, uh, it was very convenient for, her, for them. And after a few months when this course wa uh, was over... Um, I found an advertisement to a regular primary school. I was again lucky because this was uh, this was the moment when teachers, not many teachers, look for a job because it was March. When I uh, went to the school, so they they accepted me very quickly, <laughs> and then my my uh, great experience at uh, at primary school started, which uh, lasted two and a half a year. Great. Did you enjoy it? Oh, uh, yes. Mm, at the beginning, yes. <laughs> How many teachers do I hear say this? It depends uh, on the aspect because I was enjoying it uh, because it was a new experience for me because uh, everything I do, 
I devote all myself uh, in doing it. I was engaged a lot um, and uh, I love my students. Maybe they didn't love me as, uh, as much as I loved them. I think this is normal at school. <laughs> But on the other hand, it was very, uh, it was very hard work because I didn't even realize at the beginning uh, that teaching at school uh, is not only the teaching. Uh, this is also dealing with a lot of different uh, things like uh, expectations, for example. Yeah. So I was uh, this school, this primary school, enabled uh, me to develop even more because uh, I took up postgraduating stu studies about methodology teaching English. And on those studies, I was teaching modern methods, how to teach and other students. And when I was trying to implement those modern methods into this uh, school environment, there was like a barrier, okay? This is not possible in this place. So um, it was uh, like a... I lost my motivation a little bit, I think, because uh, what I struggled, uh, what I had to st struggle with, managers' expectations, no, 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 don't do the, uh, this lessons too modern, it is too loud. Something I didn't agree with, like interfering in my, in my um, workshop, parents' expectations, because they didn't like, uh, for example, that maybe the, how to say it, I don't know. They they had uh, oh yeah. So my decision were were not understood by by parents. They were keeping coming to me, trying to influence on my decisions. And the time came that I decided I can't do this anymore because this uh, this uh, expectations are contradictory. I, I don't know. At least for me, it is impossible to deal with it anymore. So I gave up. And at the beginning, it was. I felt very bad about it, this uh, contradictory expectations and doubt and uh, support that you, 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 do, you, you do your job well. And uh, I decided to give up. And then this my friend said, okay, don't worry, because I was a little depressed. Yes, and she said, don't worry. She has uh, her uh, language school in Poland. She's from America. She has uh, her uh, language school uh, in Poland because she lives here uh, with her family. She hired me. Yes, she hired me. And uh, she found me for my first uh, courses for adults in company. And I started uh, working with adults online. Uh, I discovered, oh, how, how nice this work is, okay? So adult students are completely different because they listen in different way. They are better motivated. They want to, they don't treat you like an enemy, but uh, they treat you like uh, their friend, yes. So uh, after a few months, I, I discovered, okay, this is uh, the, the place when uh, my imposter <laughs> on my back is disappearing. Another breakthrough was when uh, it disappeared completely was when I, because of some conditions, I decided to change the school and I had to uh, say goodbye to my students. The feedback was so warm, uh, was so amazing for me that then my confidence rose. <laughs> when uh, So uh, I, I said goodbye to them in September this year, in the, at the end of September. Is that the children? That's the children. No, no, no. This adults, adults. Uh huh. And I started uh, in uh, in October. I started working with new students. So going to those new students, my self confidence was on a completely different level, and I was welcomed 
very very well so so now i work with them and and the atmosphere is amazing i can i can learn even from them yes their experience different um, jobs so we can share i usually start uh, my courses asking okay what's your uh, what are your needs what are your interests and uh, then i can adjust to their uh, even interest. we talk about a lot of uh, interesting topics really and i learn from them a lot so really uh, so really uh, kathy believe me this is the place <laughs> So I'm just wondering that finally, when you when you started to work with the adults and you're working with professionals in companies with all the different business backgrounds and industries that they're from, your early years of working in the corporate world will, of course, put you in very good stead to to work with them and understand their situations. But as well as that, the exchange you have between motivated adults and yourself and the exchange of learning from them as much as you're you're contributing to their language development and also somehow a job you love or work you love is no longer a job is it it's something you enjoy you get up you're motivated and i i wonder if sometimes when we find things that we really really enjoy and become passionate about imposter syndrome has no place there's no room for imposter oh, syndrome no i i don't feel it anymore <laughs> And uh, it is amazing to feel uh, well, to so confident, okay? So, so uh, I enjoy it very much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think that's fantastic. I really do, Kasia. I think, you know, your whole journey has been great. I mean, you've been pounded by your imposter syndrome shadow. <laughs> and, you know, but you've kept going against the odds sometimes in the primary school. I, I just know, I mean, aside from anything else, the noise in a primary school is phenomenal with the young learners. Um, but when you've got the competing factions of principals, parents, kids, and and then your own, especially if you're still studying and you're wanting to apply different methodologies that you know will benefit the children and their learning, and then you're unable to do that because of politics. Um, so move this move into working with professionals. I just think that's fantastic. I'm just so pleased that you finally found something that you love. I really am. So what's the future? Wow, uh, what's the future? Uh, I was thinking about it. For sure, I will start traveling. Oh, right. <laughs> so, for example, in five years' time, I hope I will I will speak three foreign languages. <laughs> because this year, Spanish, learning Spanish. Oh, that's right. You're learning Spanish, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm going to start my traveling from Spain. So you let me know when you're in Spain, Kasia. Of course I will. <laughs> I'm thinking when the winter's over, maybe I'll come to Poland, but not during the winter. I hate snow. I hate cold. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, let me know. Let me know. We must Definitely. And maybe before I retire, so I will refresh my Russian and German. So, you know. But when it comes to my professional plans uh, for the future, I'm thinking about it because uh, I can foresee any. I can't foresee anything, Kathy. From my experience, so uh, where I was five years ago, I couldn't even imagine uh, that I will be in this place. So who knows? Uh, but for sure, um, I know that I want to teach adults. Maybe uh, okay. I would like to develop my business English work English workshop also uh, this, uh, a speci specialization uh, that I would like to take and maybe financial English also. Right. All right. Okay. Because of course, this is your background. 
this invitation to this podcast is the more important for me that it is again another uh, this is another not a reason something that uh, the imposter syndrome is not with me anymore yes because taking part in this podcast also gave me some points to my self-confidence a little bit so thank you very much for that Keja, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time. And we'd love to catch up with you again. Maybe when you come to Spain, we can do another interview and uh, see where you're, see how you're doing then with your Spanish. And maybe my Spanish, which is still a work in progress. Hopefully we'll speak again very soon. We'll see you in the community. So please, you know, just continue to post and share your experience or other things or ideas with other people within the community. Looking forward to seeing you there.